Hi, friends, and welcome to the podcast. This is a thing now, I guess. Um, I wanted a podcast, so I made a podcast. So I decided today for the first episode, something that's been a huge influence in my life, maybe, you know, might help someone to talk about it kind of thing, the fear of being judged. So I want to talk to you about the three things that you can remind yourself when you have a fear of being judged and have a fear of showing up in front of other people. This is something I struggle with on a daily basis. A lot at the barn, but also, you know, in my everyday life, I feel everybody does, but especially at the barn. I have a fear of showing up because, and I mean showing up as in literally showing up, physically showing up, but also showing up, writing in like a showing up for myself kind of way, if that makes any sense at all, putting a full effort in kind of thing, doing what I want to do, you know, anyway, so I have an issue showing up at the barn because I fear judgment. There have been times in the past where smack has been talked about me and my horse, both Causeway and my last horse, by barn goers, trainers, barn moms, 4-H kids, you name it, it's happened, and that can make it really hard to still show up and put in an effort knowing that you're, you might be watched, you might be talked about, you might be judged. So some three things that have really helped me to remind myself on a regular basis when I am feeling that anxiety and that fear about showing up and I'm worrying that I'm being judged for what I'm doing. They might help you. Guess we'll find out. But number one, number one thing I always remind myself is it's about them. It's not about me. If someone has a problem with you, or in this case, if someone has a problem with what I am doing with my horse, that's a them problem. It's not a me problem. If I'm showing up and my horse is being treated fairly, he's not being abused, he's not being beaten, he's not being neglected, and his best interest is my best interest, that's all that matters. You know, in the horse world, there's a million and a half ways to skin a cat, so to speak. There's a million and a half ways to do one thing. Everybody has an opinion about how a horse should be fed, raised, ridden, trained. There's a million and a half ways to do the same one thing. We all know that. It's so different. And everybody's raised different. Everybody's trained different. So you often get a lot of people that disagree with what you're doing in one way or another. But you got to remember, if they don't like it, it's a them problem. It doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't affect you. It doesn't, it shouldn't have to affect you. It, it comes from the mentality of, so like I, I posted this quote the other day on Instagram because it, it constantly runs through my head, but it goes, don't worry about what I'm doing. Worry about why you care so much about what I'm doing. It helps to kind of take on some sympathy for this person whenever this kind of situation arises where it's like, man, I'm sorry that you have nothing else to do with your life and that whatever I'm doing is so astronomical to you that you have nothing better to do than to judge me on it. Okay, so misery likes company, right? So often it's not about you. It's about them in the sense that they're miserable people and they want to bring you down to their level, either down to their level or down below their level so they feel a little bit better about themselves, right? You have to remind yourself that If someone's talking shit, if they're a negative person and they're directing it towards you or they're making it about you, it's not about you. It's about them and how shitty they feel on the inside. So people project, right? 
So if someone's spewing negativity, it's because they're negative on the inside, right? So people project what they feel on the inside. That's one thing to keep in mind that just kind of have sympathy for them and go, you know, I'm really sorry that you're so miserable or you're so bored or you're so sad with your life that you have nothing better to do but sit here and judge me and talk bad about me. That sounds kind of sad. That sounds really uncomfortable. That doesn't sound like a good life to live. I'm sorry that you live it that way. And it's like they have nothing else to do with their time. So that's that's a part of it where it's like, I'm sorry that you have nothing better to do, but sit around and wait for me to fuck up so you can talk about it with someone else. Or you can't wait, go run and tell people that my horse was bucking on the lunch line today and pulled me off my feet. Or that I was trotting today and I was flopping around in the saddle like a fish because I struggle with showing up and riding sometimes. So I stayed out of the saddle. It's just kind of sad to think about that people live for this kind of thing. You know, they see something happen. They're like, oh, my God, I can't wait to go tell so-and-so that this happened. And especially in the horse world, I'm sorry that you have nothing better to do with your time, but pick on someone. That sounds so miserable to constantly be looking for the negative in someone else. That's just not for me. Hard pass. No, thanks. And, you know, honestly, you can also remind yourself that it it might come from a place of jealousy. Everybody's felt jealous about someone and felt the anger kind of thing. Um, it takes a lot of work to kind of do some reframing. And when you feel that jealousy, to be happy for the person. You know, we all see people like I didn't grow up with horses. I have worked for horses all by myself. Everything horse related, I have paid for with my own money that I worked hard for. But it's been hard, and sometimes I still struggle with it, to see the people that, you know, get a pony for Christmas, or they get a new saddle for Christmas, or they get training. They never have to pay for training. Someone pays for training. Someone pays for lessons. Someone pays the show fee. They have a trailer. They have a truck. They can do, you know, all these things. And here I am, and my most of the time, my tack doesn't match. You know, sometimes... It's an old piece of tack that's probably had like 20 million other owners before me. Like my saddle that I have now, I just bought brand new. And it's the first saddle that I've bought that is brand new. Every other saddle that I've had is used. But me, when I see someone who gets a brand new, beautiful, untouched, custom-made saddle for their horse, that jealousy can spike. And I have to remind myself that... I need to be happy for them and not judge them and then not spew negativity about them. But it it takes work. But a lot of people don't stop to think that they need to do that work or stop to think that it's not really okay to talk shit about people behind their back or they just don't care, you know. So but remind yourself that it might be a jealousy thing. Honestly, it might be that or maybe you're like me and you worked hard to afford that new saddle. But people don't see the blood, sweat, and tears that go into it. And so they're like, oh, you got a new saddle? Must be nice that you have that money. It's like, I worked my ass off for you. Like, did you see my, like, used Wintech that didn't even have matching stirrups before this? Like, so it might be a jealousy thing. And that's another thing to remind yourself. And as well, leading into that, some people are trying to avoid their own pain by noticing the flaws in others. So this also kind of goes into projecting. So if someone feels For example, someone feels uncomfortable about their weight. They might project and everybody they see make them feel uncomfortable for their weight kind of thing. And it's it's called projecting. Obviously, I said that three times now, but that might be part of it, too. A lot of people try to avoid their own pain. Like I said, they try to bring you onto their level or try to bring you lower 
because it makes them feel a little bit better. It's like, hey, you know, you're suffering worse than me and here's why. Let me remind you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about why you're not. Or, you know, they might be trying to make themselves feel better as in better than you. You know, like, oh, I'm a better writer than you. And I need to remind you of that because it proves to me and it proves to everybody else that I'm better than you are. And that comes from insecurity. That comes from it might come from jealousy as well, but that comes from insecurity within themselves that they need to remind everybody and most importantly, remind themselves. That's why I tell myself on a regular basis, like this is a quote or I guess this is a phrase I constantly remind myself. But when this kind of thing is happening, I'm like, who are you trying to convince me or you? Who are they trying to prove it to? You or themselves? So they're trying to avoid their own pain, their own insecurities by attacking other people. Hurting people hurt people. Only people who are insecure, jealous, negative, hurting on the inside hurt other people. Nobody who is truly happy with themselves or their life or whatever's going on would care or would go after other people and make them feel bad. Nobody who's truly healed and not hurting would hurt others. It's it's the whole bullying thing, you know? It's it's bullying basically. But that's just one thing to remind yourself that I that's the number one thing I remind myself that it's not about me. It's most likely because of them. It's something in their life, it's something about their horse, it's something about whatever, their personality, whatever. They're hurting and it's about them. So if they're talking shit on me, it's because they've got something going on, whatever it may be. And it's not really, really about me. They might be using me as a scapegoat or they might be using me to fill a void or something. They might be using me in the spotlight, but it's not really about me. They're the ones controlling the spotlight at the end of the day. And they're trying to keep it off themselves. So that's number one. Number two, it's okay to be new and inexperienced. I have to remind myself this at least 20 million times a day. I struggle with it to this day. Everybody has to start somewhere. You know, you can't be an expert overnight. Everybody has to start somewhere. So you can't go from zero to 60, especially with horses. There's so much that goes into it. And as we all know, you don't just sit there. You don't just sit there and look pretty. There's a lot that goes into riding horses, especially specific disciplines. And especially if you're switching from one discipline to another, that's a whole new story that you got to cut yourself a little slack for. You might be an amazing English rider, but you decide, screw it. I want to start doing Western Pleasure. That's a whole different ballgame, my friend. you got to cut yourself some slack if someone's talking smack or you're worried about being judged because you're inexperienced about something. It's okay to be new. Only way you're going to learn is by doing. And if someone's talking shit about you for being new or for not being so good at it, right off the bat, remember that they started somewhere too. Maybe you have a problem with keeping your lower leg steady. When they first started, I bet their lower leg wasn't rock solid. It took years and years and years of practice and training to go through it and slowly, months and months and months, maybe years, now they have a solid lower leg. Same thing applies. You have to remind yourself that it's okay to be new. I mean, you know, even trainers need trainers. Nobody's perfect. And you have to do these new things to get to where you want to be anyway. So you have to give yourself permission, give yourself grace. And if someone's making a big fuss about it, just remind yourself, number one, it's not about me. It's about them. And number two, I'm just learning. They can't talk bad about me if I literally am just learning. 
I'm just coming into it. I'm still working on it. And, you know, all that matters is that you show up and you continue to work on it because that's half the battle. You know, a lot of people are new at something and then someone talks shit and they immediately shut down. They're like, you know what? Never mind. I'm not I'm not going to do this anymore because I'm obviously not good at it. But like nobody's perfect. Nobody's good right off the bat. You have to you have to work at it. It has to be okay that you're new to it. You have to give yourself some sympathy, cut yourself some slack. Have a little compassion for yourself and know that like, yeah, this is uncomfortable, but I have to do this to get where I want to be. I struggle with that one. I struggle to remind myself that I'm still learning with Causeway. I'm still learning and I'm not going to do it perfect. And it might be that you're new, but it also might be that you took some time off and you need to regain that muscle back or something like that. Or, you know, I haven't taken lessons since I was little and now I have to relearn, even though I know how to ride a horse, I still have to relearn kind of thing. So it could be anything, but just give yourself some grace that you're either coming to it brand new or you're coming back into it. So if you feel like people are judging you, it's about them. It's not about you. They've got something going on. doesn't affect you. And that it's okay. It is so okay to be new. It's okay to be inexperienced. You have to learn somewhere and you have to start somewhere. And everybody starts somewhere. So if they want to talk smack, I don't make fun of you for how you looked when you started. Leave me alone. Everybody starts somewhere, especially horseback riding. It's a difficult sport that takes a lot of different weird muscles. So it's okay to be new. And the third and final thing to remember is that you're writing your own story. You don't owe anybody an explanation. You don't have to explain yourself to anybody. It's not anybody's life. It's your life. So, you know, if you want to throw in a plot twist, you can. Nobody's stopping you. So it's very easy to get caught up and feel like you have to explain yourself. You know, like, oh, I'm keeping Causeway because this, that, and the other thing. Here are my reasons. But you don't owe an explanation to anybody. If you want to keep your horse and people think you need to sell your horse, you don't own an explanation as to why you want to keep them. If you're not riding at the moment and you're only doing groundwork, you don't owe anybody an explanation as to why. If you're going back to basics for the sake of making sure that foundation is still there and not wobbly, you don't owe anybody an explanation. It's your story. You're writing it. You can write it however you want to. You can throw in a plot twist wherever you see fit. And you can change your mind at any time. So if you decide, yes, this is what I want to do, and then a week later you're like, actually, never mind. It's easy to get anxious and to feel self-conscious when we make a decision. But you have to remember that you don't owe anybody an explanation. Like I said, nobody else is living your life but you. It's your horse. It's your life. It's your responsibility. If you want to do X, Y, Z, you can do X, Y, Z. And you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. You know, if someone's asking, why are you using that bit instead of this bit? Or why are you using this saddle? Or why are you doing this, that, or the other thing? You don't have to tell them. You know, you can say, because I want to. That's a good enough reason. Because I can. Because I want to. If it's what you want, that's really all that matters at the end of the day. That's all that matters. If you've thought it over and it's what you want to do, it's what you see fit for your life, that's okay. You don't have to explain yourself to your trainer. You don't have to explain yourself to your parents, your family, your barn friends, your enemies, anywhere. You don't have to explain yourself if you don't want to. If you want to, that's absolutely fine. Of course, you can do whatever you want to do. But to avoid something, to not do something, to do something differently than you want to because you're afraid of having to explain yourself. And, you know, maybe it it appears, it manifests in the sense of you're embarrassed to explain yourself. You know, maybe you're not writing because you don't feel comfortable writing right now. So for me, 
I haven't been riding Causeway because there's been a million and a half other things going on. My work, my nine to five, my full-time job is stressful um, doing COVID vaccines. I work 10 hour days and on my days off, unless I have multiple days off in a row, I usually just have one in between here and there. It's really hard to want to show up at the barn and put in a lot of physical effort. It's a real struggle because I'm running around all day, every day. And so when I finally have a day off in between shifts, I don't want to do anything. And I struggle with that because I feel like I have to explain it to people, you know, and give people a reason as to why. So this is something I also remind myself on a regular basis, and I don't owe anybody an explanation. If someone was like, you know, is he in training? Is Causeway in training? No. Oh, I thought you said you were going to put him in training. Well, I was, but things happened, and I don't have to explain myself, whether it be because someone can't afford it, something else came up, they changed their mind, they don't owe an explanation. The fact of the matter is that they're doing what they're doing for their own reasons, for your own reasons, and that's all that matters. I struggle with it too, where, I mean, I struggle with all of these. I just don't want to get to a spot at the end of the day where I did something because of what someone else thinks, because of what they're going to say. I want to live my life, at least, to the fullest in any way that I see fit. If I want to keep Causeway because Causeway makes me happy and I feel like I'm learning a lot from him, yeah, it's going to be a struggle, but that's my decision and I don't owe anybody an explanation because at the end of the day, they're not going to be on my deathbed like I am. Wishing I had done the same things I had done. No other name is going to be on your grave but yours. And I, for one, don't want to go. I don't want to die with regrets that I sold the causeway when I really wanted to keep them. But someone else thought I should have sold them or someone else thought he was too much horse or that I rode this way instead of that way or that. I did things based on what other people thought I should do for my life. I want to die knowing that I did everything. I stayed true to myself. I was able to check in with myself and break it down to what I really want to do. And I was able to honor myself in the sense that I did what I wanted to do because I wanted to do it for my life. A lot of people get wrapped up in doing things because of what people think because of what people will say, because other people have opinions already, whatever, TLDR. If you sit down at the end of the day and you're struggling with something, whether it be, whether you're struggling with a decision, like whether or not to keep or sell your horse or whether or not A or B, you know, whatever, if there's a dilemma like that, or whether you're just struggling to show up because you're worried that someone's watching, or, you know, it could even be that if you don't even want to show up. You don't owe anybody an explanation as to why you're not at the barn. That's another one I struggle with. I struggle with that I have valid reasons not to go to the barn and I struggle with myself. I fight with myself on a regular basis and have to convince myself that they're valid, but then I also feel like I have to convince other people that they're valid as well. And it's my decision. But you got to show up for yourself. But those are the three major things that I myself remind myself on a regular basis when I'm afraid to show up or I'm not showing up or when I fear judgment one way or the other, when I feel like I have to do something because someone expects me to do it. Those are three things that I keep in mind. Hopefully they'll be helpful to anybody else out there, but that's just 
that's just what I do. That's just what I work on on a regular basis. That's what I remind myself. I struggle with it on the regular. It's a work in progress, but it does make it a lot easier to make the decisions that I make and to go forth and prosper kind of thing. But I hope you guys enjoyed the first podcast. Thanks for listening. Hope you got something from it. And I will see you guys in the next one.